Welcome to the Encouragement Engineering Podcast, where listeners will be encouraged with positive thoughts and actions that can be applied to combat that negativity that inundates our daily lives. Guiding people to see a positive perspective in personal and professional life events. Now, here is your host, Bob Brum, the Encouragement Engineer. Welcome to the Encouragement Engineering Podcast, where we help people to combat the negativity that inundates our daily lives with a positive perspective and positive action. Today's guest is Kendall Lehman. Our guest today is a purpose-driven executive leader, speaker, author, and Arkansas philosopher who learned one of life's greatest lessons by being around family. One day when he arrived at the family farm and greeted his uncle, he was enlightened that there was only two types of days, good or gooder. The idea of the gooder life grew from that simple seed Kendall's uncle Neil planted in his mind years ago. Now Kendall helps others experience a way of life that encourages you to be better today than you were yesterday. So please welcome to the show, Kendall Lehman. Kendall, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Bob, thank you so much. Good to meet you. Good to be on your show. Looking forward to the conversation. Yeah, me too. Well, let's let's let people know more about you because as an Arkansas philosopher, I bet you've got <laughs> a lot of insights there. Tell us about you and how you got to where you are today. Well, it was an interesting road and one that would take more than our 30 minutes if I explained it all. But <laughs> to, to make it, uh, you know, when, when you talk in layman's terms, as it says on the book, that's slow in Arkansas terms. You, you talk slowly and people are wondering when the, when is the next line coming? I'll try not to do that today. Um, no, I grew up in a small town in, in Northwest Arkansas. Uh, Northwest Arkansas is a booming place right now, really driven by the headquarters of Walmart yeah. that's here in this corner. But I grew up in a town of 2,500, um, really uh, just wanted to work on electronics, but I'm colorblind. And oh, so it didn't yeah, work it makes out. it a little hard. <laughs> yes, went into the Air Force, and that's where I started my computer career. Um, lived in Tucson, Arizona for almost nine years. Okay. And then decided to move back home to raise our children. Um, and and begin to, to work jobs here in Northwest Arkansas. You know, I've always been one of these guys that wherever I have worked, uh, whether I've had a, a, a good leader I would consider or a bad leader, I've always taken notes mentally and sometimes physically writing in a book of things that people do <laughs> that I really like to see. Okay. And, uh, uh, and I always was the guy early on in my career who would say, if I ever get to be a leader, I want to do things like this person, or I don't want to do it like this yeah. person. And, and I tried to incorporate a lot of those things into my life. And over the years of just being able to meet some really neat people and have some really good mentors, mm -hmm. um, just begin to kind of develop a style that I like to lead with. And um, all of that built up in my head to where one year I told my wife, I got to get all this out of my head. And <laughs> and I don't I, I know I'm not a great writer, but I maybe let's just put it in a book. And I found a great lady who's has a publishing company and she helped me and and we got the book down and, and it's been really fun. If I were to write the book today, it would look completely different. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, I, and I think that's probably how we all are. You know, we read books, we have experiences, we we have podcasts, we learn new things. And, and really, it wouldn't be different from the standpoint of I would scrap it and start all over. I think it, it would be built upon and right. would, in, would encompass more areas. Um, but, you know, that's what life is. Um, is learning every yeah. day to be different. 
and that's a great, if you will, jumping off point, because not only do I look forward to the number of the volume two book, um, <laughs> you know, if there will be, but, you know, um, that idea of, you know, taking what we learn and growing on that, that, that's something I talk to different groups about as well, too, because so many people forget that concept. I mean, when we were kids, we learned their ABCs in kindergarten, first grade. And we built off that to build sentences, to build structure, to, you know, form paragraphs, et cetera. We build on our knowledge. And it sounds like that's something you've done, but it's a life applied growth knowledge. Would you say that would be the path? Uh, absolutely. I heard it said one time, and and I can't remember right now where I heard it. I read it somewhere that the, the whole purpose of life is to learn every day how to live life. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, when we get to the point to where we don't have anything else to learn, then what's the point here? And right. So, um, you know, really, I think I think kind of I've learned as I've gotten older and and, you know, we we mature and and I, I like to say we we get wiser, not smarter. Yeah. Wisdom is a little different than being smart at something. Wisdom comes from those experiences that we go through. Right. Um, you know, I, I think it's what what I've learned is that every day is a learning opportunity. And um, and we should learn. Uh, but it also gives us the opportunity to share those things we've learned with other people. OK, you know, why 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 have the experiences in our life? If, number one, we're not going to learn from them. And number two, we're not going to share them with someone else so that maybe they can have some insight when they go through something in their lives. Right. And so, you know, that's what I really try to do is how, how can we affect someone else's life each day? And that's a, another good point there is, and it brings the, the thought of, a you know, the best knowledge book, if you will, the Bible, it's got the good, the bad, the ugly, and yep. it's that, it is yep. that experiences of life of several people that wrote the books um, and what they experienced with Jesus. And it shows you the good and the bad and what could happen. And it's a learning tool that is grown over the ages, not only for that time period, but you look at it 2000 years later, it's still around. Um that's you know and that's something it's what i appreciate too is um your not only the title of your book the good the gooder life and that program if you will but it's it's simple and we complicate everything <laughs> that's that's exactly right that's exactly right that's a uh, you know my uncle you you mentioned my uncle neil he said i he said kendall how are you doing today i said i'm all right yeah and he said no 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 there's only two kind of days good or gooder and uh <laughs> You know, I thought about that for a long time, and I talk about this in the book. Um, he wasn't telling me that each day you wake up and you say, okay, am I going to be good today or am I going to be gooder today? While we might do that, it, it's really a mindset yeah. of, of waking up each day and and trying to be better. Right. Um, but it is very simple, you know, and that's one of the things I tell people. What I've written in this book is is not new concepts. Right. Maybe, maybe I present them differently because I am telling them from the Arkansas philosopher uh, way, but, um, but, but it's not new and it is very simple. And, you know, the three essential attitudes that I, that I talk about in there are being thankful, being humble and being respectful. Wow. And I talk about those as just being a foundation. You know, the, the people I have been around in my life that are the people that I'm drawn toward, the people I want to be with, and that could be leaders, friends, anybody. Right. 
those people that are just thankful for the day and thankful for the things around them, those people that are just humble and are not those proud people that, that want to brag and, and, and then the people that are just respectful of everyone, no matter the position that person has in life, they're respectful of them. Right. You know, those are the people that draw us to them because yeah. they're just, I mean, that is just a foundation that, that we all should have to build upon. And it's, it's such a great foundation. I mean, in today's society, I think the idea of respect needs to be, re, you know, reborn, if you will, because look, it, you know, regardless of your, your beliefs or what you do in your life, we can be respectful of each other. We all Absolutely. have stuff we're going through. We don't know what each other is going through necessarily. Your way isn't always better than mine. You don't know the whole story, but being respectful of each other, I think, builds that foundation that we're both human beings. Absolutely. And, you know, that's that's a great place to start. So you bring up, you know, some great points there. It's, um, you know, there's there's things we need to know of each other that are basic points. And those are some critical ones. You know, humbleness is uh, it can be hard in today's society. You know? it, absolutely. It is. <laughs> you know, that's that's one thing I sat down uh, just a few weeks ago and kind of sat down because I've been asked on these shows. So, so what is the good or life? Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, people are saying, what does that even mean? And, <laughs> and um, you know, I, I thought about it and 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 I, I was reminded of a um, of a quote that I read that said the opposite of courage is is not cowardice. It's conformity. And and um, and so I thought about that, you know, we all do things every day because that's just what we've always done. Right. Right. A lot of times we don't know why we're doing something. We just kind of get into this rut. And and the gooder life I talk about in the book is if you want to be set apart. And and that's kind of what I'm talking about. If you want to step out of that uh, line of conformity and be different, yeah, um, that takes courage. Mm-hmm. It takes discipline to yeah. every day get up and live with intention, yeah. to be intentional with what we do. But... If we do it, it's a life of freedom. Right. And so I talk about the gooder life. It's it takes effort. You mentioned that a while ago. It takes courage. Um, the effort is you see a lot of people that'll say, I want to lose weight. And so they'll yes. start that, they'll start that diet, and two weeks later it's gone. Yeah. Um, you know, that's the effort and discipline piece of saying, I want to live differently. I want to be intentional about what I do. And in two weeks it's gone. Well, no, it can't be. It has to become a lifestyle. And that's the good or good or making a choice every day. And and then having that courage to step out and say, you know what, guys, I'm not going to do it the way I've always done it before. I'm going to be a little different here. But Bob, if we do that, I mean, the freedom that comes from that of knowing that today, I don't have to let the circumstances around me dictate what my attitude will be won't dictate how I treat other people. I will make that decision myself, no matter what the circumstances are around me. Right. And when we realize that we have control of that, it's just complete utter freedom. Right. And that's, that's a great, great idea there too, because people like the idea of freedom. They like the idea of, you know, doing their own task or their, you know, whatever it may be that they desire to do. Um, but it does that courage is it, it forms and what's interesting is you mentioned a few times, it's a daily thing. 
It's not, yes. it's small steps every day. It's a discipline. You've got to make that courage every day. And that's, yeah, that's not always easy. It's not always fun. Um, it's like, you know, you, you get up in the morning, you can be thankful, but you know, you've got a hard day ahead of you. Okay. But you have the ability to overcome what you have to do um, and what you get to do. So right. the, the, that mindset is so critical. Um, how has, is this something, I mean, I mean, you've learned this, how has it changed you? Is it something you always incorporated into your life or has it, you know, shifted your life for the better? How, how's it been for you? You know, I'm probably like a lot of people where I'm great talking about something, <laughs> but actually living something may be a little bit different. Um, I, I'm sure, and, and I'm still that way. I try not to be, but but I am. I'll give it one example. Um, I talk about in the book being thankful, and I said that earlier. Um, but I went through, all of us have different periods of life that we go through, sometimes up, sometimes down. It just kind of depends on what we're going through. And few years ago, I was going through just, I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it was just things like, man, it's just really dragging me down. Right. And I remembered um, in from my book about being thankful. And I tell a story in there. My son um, was always, did did good in school and, and had good grades and, and um, was a leader in his class, but he wanted to go play college football. And uh, there was a small school in Missouri that, that offered him to come play. And they said, if you'll have your ACT score at a certain level, and um, uh, if you do that, we can, we can stack athletic money on top of academic money. Right. Um, and so he needed like another point or something like that. And he'd been studying extremely hard and was, was a bright young man, but, but it, it was just, just struggling on the ACT. And I found something online one day that said, have your child write down three things every night that they're thankful for, then study for the ACT. Hmm. So I told him that. I said, yeah. what do we got to lose? Yeah. We got a notebook. He got a pen. And I said, now each night it can't be the same things. It's got to be something different. He did it. He took the ACT again and he got the point he needed. Wow. So I remembered that a couple of years ago when I was struggling. And so every morning I would get up, I'd open up my notebook and I would think of three things that I'm thankful for. And I did that every day. And I began to see myself pull out of the hole I felt like I was in. And so I began to think, why is that? Why, why does it do that? Here's the only thing I could come up with. When we have bad things going on in our lives, we tend to focus on ourselves. Yeah. Right. Our eyes turn inward. We say, oh, man, I'm <clears throat> this thing is happening to me again. This is terrible. What a terrible day. I don't even want to go to work today. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. But when we're thankful, it forces us to turn our eyes around and think outwardly a little bit, right. whether that's whether you do, whether it takes you five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it takes you each day for that amount of time, you're not focused on yourself. You're focused on other things that you're thankful for. And it's hard. Maybe I don't enjoy my job, but I'm thankful for that job. Right. Um, and, and it's doing things like that. And I begin to see that when you change perspective, the things around me didn't change, yeah. but the way I saw the things around me began to change because of a thankful attitude. And so that is one of the things that I have actually applied in my life and it works. And so when I, when I speak about all this, I'll tell people, I'm going to tell you something today that if you will apply it to your life, it will change your life. I promise you it'll change your life. And because it did mine, yeah. it has mine. Every day it changes mine because 
you know, when I'm driving down the road and you get cut off by a car, I'm thinking, hey, like you said earlier, I don't know what's going on in that person's life. Right. Um, I, respect. Yeah. Um, being humble, being thankful and just thinking about those things. You know, one of the one of the principles in my book is finishing. And, uh, you know, that's another one. Uh, I was doing something the other day and, and I told my wife, I said, I think I'm just going to do that tomorrow. Yeah. And she said, no, you got to finish. <laughs> You're the one who wrote about it. Yeah. You got to finish. Yeah. And so, you know, it's just once again, it's just simple principles and attitudes, but I have applied them in my life. And and it's that thing that just makes you think it makes you be intentional because you think, you know, that's what I said. I better do it. Right. And so um, it actually works. And it's it's just simple stuff. Yeah. Calling yourself out and, you know, doing what you say you're going to do. And you, what's interesting, too, is one of the things you mentioned, it, it always gets me, especially down here in Florida with the traffic. Um, <laughs> you get cut off. You, people don't understand how to use a turn signal, et cetera. <laughs> but you take a second and respond to it. Don't just, you know, react to what they do, because then the hands fly. We have issues where people are shooting each other. Um, you know, just crazy things like that. You don't need to do that. You don't know what's going on there. Like, you know, they could be trying to get to the hospital because somebody sure, else is, you sure. know, you don't know. Um, you're okay. It didn't hurt you. It inconvenienced you for a few seconds while you push the brake. But other than that, you know, be thankful you get home in one piece. You know, that's exactly right. Yeah. You know, Bob, the, the Covey course, yeah. uh, seven habits for highly effective people, right? Yeah. Um, they talk in there about that. You have a stimulus in your life and you have a response. And most of us, the stimulus and response are right next right. to each other. Yep. But if we can separate those just a bit and have a time to think in between those, yeah. our response will be completely different. Yeah. And, 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 you know, that's the intentional living every day of thinking about what you do before you do it. Yeah. Most of us don't do that. We live life where something happens and we're going to, we're going to react. Yeah. And uh, it's just that just those few seconds, just to think, like you just said, to think maybe there's something going on with those people. Yeah. Um, and so your response is completely different if you do that. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Oh, moving on to you and, and some of your previous experience, um, because you said you were in IT and so forth. Yes. Did you find your experiences helped you to formulate this book to make it, if you will, more simple in your life and, you know, because IT can be very complex, high energy, high stress level. Uh, did that help you? Um, I've had a great career. Mm -hmm. I, I've loved computers and they have provided for me and my family. Um, but at the same time, I will be the first one to tell you that um, technology as a whole, including computers and everything, has been one of the most amazing things that's happened to our world. Right. And it's also been one of the worst things to happen to our world. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's what it's taught me. I've learned from, from that technology. I, I love computers and it's been amazing even since I've, I started out as a developer. Okay. Um, actually, I started out in the Air Force as an operator of large computers, mm -hmm. mainframe computers back in the day. Um, and then moved into uh, becoming a developer and and then into leadership roles. And, um, you know, the the whole industry is so fast moving. Yeah. Um, I like to tell people we live at the speed of Google. Yeah. Um, 
you know, we we ask a question, we want a we want a response right now, and we want a million responses because of it. And right. if we don't. I mean, think about it. We have gigabit speed internet into our homes, and it's not fast enough. But I, yet, I remember to dial up. Yeah. And, uh, or and while so, you were out pads, you know. That's right. <laughs> so, so the changes in technology are astronomical, and they're happening at a speed we've never seen before. Yet I think sometimes it take it's taking us to a place we don't really want to go a lot of times. Right. Um, you know, my wife and I were talking the other day about artificial intelligence. That's the big buzzword yep. right now. AI, artificial intelligence, machine learning, different things like that. But we're getting to the point to where artificial intelligence is taking away the ability of us humans to think. Yeah. And to reason and to communicate even. Yeah. You know, Bob, you and I, you're, you're in Florida and I, here I am in Arkansas. We're talking and we're, we're looking at each other. It is fascinating. It is amazing. It's miraculous. Yeah. But yet we don't get to see, I can't reach out and shake your hand. Right. And we've lost that touch. Yeah. And, and I feel like COVID in 2020 helped pull us even further away when, right. when, you know, we're away from the office and we're seeing people. So Back to your original question, you know, about IT. Yes, IT is a, um, it, is, it has become a necessity in the world that we live in. Right. You know, companies used to be companies that sold furniture or created widgets. Well, that's not what they are anymore. They are technology companies that sell widgets yeah. or sell furniture because we have gotten to the point where our companies can't run without technology. Right. That is the, I, I like to tell uh, the people here in our company, we are the rails for which the train run on. Yep. If we don't take care of those rails, the train doesn't run. Yeah. And um, that's where we've gotten to with IT. Yeah. Um, but it's been just an amazing journey. I'm very thankful for it. Um, but at the same time, I can see where we really got to be careful with it. Right. Right. And I, and that's, what's nice is, is if you will, you're, your book kind of goes back to that basics of life that, right. you know, okay, let's, like you said, okay, we're going 900 miles a minute. Let's slow it down, but it's slow down to 20 miles a minute now, you know, sure. get it back to where we can breathe. And that's, that's important. So um, question for you, because I like the, the, if you will, behind the scene meaning of it, of simplicity, why yeah. do you think people complicate things and make everything so you know, complex and over, you know, forget the simple things in life. You know, Bob, is it habit? Maybe sometimes, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I read a story the other day about boredom and it was talking about, let your children be bored. Uh -huh. um, you know, we, we, we have parents, I, I, my wife and I were out at a restaurant the other night and, and uh, there were two, two adults and two children and they were waiting on their food to be served. And the mom had her phone turned sideways with a movie on it, propped up against the salt and pepper shaker so that the youngest child could watch it. Right. Keep them quiet while we're waiting on the food. Um, you know, we, we've become, that to me is complicated. Yeah. We've compli instead of how about let's yeah. sit down as a family of four and talk about what's going on. Right. And, um, you know, the, I read that article about let your children be bored because that it's been proven that it, that it develops cognitive functions and and you know you have to think what what yeah. what am I going to do here? What can I do to pass time? Yeah. Well, 
um, troubleshooting skills, you know? <laughs> exactly. But I think the same thing goes for adults. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, Bob, we can't put our phones down. Yeah. Um, you see, you see a man and a wife out to the restaurant and they're both looking at phones and never talking to each other. Yeah. Some date. Um, night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so the simplicity is almost like taking the technology away. Right. And, and going back and going out for a walk and talking and seeing people face to face. I am a firm, firm believer that our lives are built on relationships. Yeah. Relationships with our family, relationships with our coworkers, with our friends. That's what makes life deeper and and more functional is having those relationships. And the better the relationships are, uh, the better our lives go is right. what I feel like. And and I think we're losing that. And and that's the complicatedness of life that we're putting into it instead of just saying, let's just talk. Yeah. Let's turn the TV off. Let's turn the, the phones off and yeah. let's just talk. Let's play a game. My wife loves to play games. I said, I hate playing games, <laughs> but let's play games. You know, let's go do that and, and have fun because um, once again, as technology advances, we're losing more and more of that simplicity of life. Right. Right. It was funny because I was, I was, I noticed your Facebook page. You have a picture on there where somebody throwing a TV out the window. You know, <laughs> I love that because that's what we need to do is turn off that garbage, press the big red button, you know, don't complicate our lives by the worrisome from everything all over the world that you get in 20 seconds. You focus on right here, right now. That's so, right. Well, I mean, Bob, that's all we have. Yeah, right. You know, right. That's what's in when, front of us. When we get right down to it, you know, I, I heard it said one time, be where your feet are. And, and I know that gets repeated yeah. a lot. But where my feet are at right now with you right here, this is all we got. Right. Five minutes ago is gone. Yeah. Yep. Five yep. minutes in front of us may never happen. Exactly. And so we have to start appreciating the each breath that we take because right. that may be it. Wow. Great, great reminder for everyone. Thank you for that because that's, we definitely need that. So, and I need it too. Hey, I, once again, I'm great at telling it to you, but yeah. I have to think about it too. Yeah, you, you learn as you preach, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kendall, where can people find out more about you to follow you? How can they get a hold of you? Tell us that. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, um, so the, I, I have the Facebook page, I have the LinkedIn page. Um, I have a, a couple times a week put out a little a little quote or something, just trying to encourage people. Uh, there's also uh, www.thegooderlifegroup.com, and uh, they can contact me through a contact page there. I've spoken a lot of different places at universities. That's what I love to do is do what we're doing right here. Yeah. You know, I, I tell people I'm not a Pulitzer Prize winner. I, I, I'm not a, I'm not, a, I didn't plan on that. I, I don't. I'm not the great author that writes these, these books that you want to just read every day. I don't feel like I am. I've had a lot of people say, man, I love the book. But what I say is the content is good and it's solid. Right. And I am much better at communicating that, I believe, in speech. Right. And so this is what I love to do. And so if somebody wants to call me and say, hey, can you come speak to our group? I don't care if it's one person or a thousand people. It doesn't matter to me. Right. It's... um. It's it's a uh, it's just what I love to do. Um, John Maxwell says that you know if you're going to speak about something, it's got to be part of you. You got to believe in it, right. and 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 then the then it really you can touch people. And yeah, 
And so I like to say, you know, I'm an evangelist for the gooder life, which is what you have said here. It's just a simple way of life with simple principles and attitudes that will absolutely change the way we see the world around us. Wow. Well, great. Kendall, thank you so much for informing us today, enlightening us, giving us the, the encouragement we needed for, you know, what we want to do in our life. Really appreciate that. I appreciate you being a guest on the Encouragement Engineering Podcast. So thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure and, and I'd love being here. Great. Well, thanks you, Kendall. I appreciate it. You have a great one. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Hello, this is Bob Brum, your Encouragement Engineer. I want to be your contrarian. I want to help you in the battle to overcome the negativity that inundates our daily lives. You're better and greater than your situation, and you've been given a gift by our great creator. As an encouragement engineer, I can help you to see the value of a positive perspective, positive actions, and positive mindset in your life. No matter if you're a solopreneur, a corporate contributor, or a large organization, the value of your greatness needs to be shared with the world. As an author and encouragement engineer, I would love the opportunity to enlighten your organization with the value of positivity for your situation. We can overcome negativity with the light of positivity. I encourage you to contact us at BobBrumSpeaks.com for more information, and let's have a conversation about your situation and how we can help you. Thanks for joining us on the Encouragement Engineering Podcast. To learn more about the services Bob provides, please visit his website at bobbrumspeaks.com for more information. And please feel free to share this podcast to your friends.